What's up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Current Era Pod. I'm your host, Julian, and today, Javar is back. NBA Pod is back. We have a midseason update for you guys. We talk everything. Uh, of course, we talk Lakers, talk Celtics, we talk the caca, we talk the sorry-ass Hawks, and much, much more. East and West, all-star picks, our early MVP favorites, you name it. It's all in the pod. Guys, if you're new to the pod, please hit that subscribe button. And uh, that's enough talking. Let's go ahead and get right to the episode. All right, and we're back. Another episode of the Current Air Pod. Uh, Javar, welcome back to the show, man. How you doing? What's going on over there? What's up, man? Good, be- good to be back on. It's been a, um, a weird season, but I yeah. guess it kind of still goes in hand in hand with uh, you know the world. Just when we think things are fully back to normal, we get disrupted again with COVID and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it, it sucks, man. Because you know um, we honestly can't really talk about this NBA season as it is without all of the the COVID nonsense. I mean, man, like I think pretty much pretty much like the end of November around the start of December, we just kept getting all these notifications that so and so is in the league protocol, so and so is in the league protocols, and at this point, it's just ridiculous. I mean. It, it it doesn't even surprise me anymore the amount of people that are in you know COVID league protocols. Um, luckily, I think the majority of the league is vaccinated anyway, so I don't think that we've had any real scares. Um, but the fact of the matter is, it, it it disrupts the season just because you're having star players. I mean, or at least you know the the, the best players on good teams having to sit out a week and you know or more. And you know in, in the NBA, that's that can be five to seven games, which is a lot. It so, was ten at first, yeah, ten days, right? And that was just yeah. a decimating team. I mean, look, it was not even just star players. Some teams was like half their team. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like the like the, the Bulls. To, yeah, like they had to finally start postponing games because guys are just out here playing with half a G League team, the guys they don't even never even heard of before. Right. So yeah, it's crazy, man. So. Uh, yeah, COVID, COVID is uh, really kind of like decimating the league. Like you said, like th- there's been guys that, that, that haven't played in the league in years that are getting call-ups now, like mm-hmm. Lance Stevenson and Joe Johnson. And I was joking Isaiah about that like a, like a day before. I was like, watch Joe Johnson and Lance or somebody. I said, <laughs> I think I said uh, Jamal Crawford, but he didn't, nobody, he didn't yeah. come back. But uh, and like a day later, Joe Johnson was signed. I was like, ain't that about a bitch. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, but like you said, like this is what teams have had to resort to because – you know, there, there's nothing but but G Leaguers available. Like I think like around like December fifteenth, like it, it was it was bad. Like there, there was literally freaking niggas from overseas, or like niggas that we literally never heard of that were in here playing like in national Starting. TV. Like yeah, yeah, like <laughs> it was getting bad. Like Adam Silver had to do something, and now at this point with the CDC recommendations saying, you know, if you're if you're symptom free after five days, you can come back. You're fully vaccinated and boosted. So. What what what's your kind of opinion on on that and kind of how the NBA has handled the COVID protocols? Well, it, it, there's a couple of things. So, like you said, most of the league is vaccinated, and then it just seems like most players have either no symptoms or mild symptoms. Yeah. So uh, it, it was starting to become because of all the disruptions, all the people that had to sit out in. You know, the, in a way, the show has to go on, right? I mean, mm-hmm. uh, arenas reserve these NBA nights. And other nights they'll have, you know, concerts or whatever else they might have going on. So it, it's not easy to reschedule a game in, right. in, in, in many arenas. And then it also if they reschedule, it also means, you know, back to backs and just crazy you know, scheduling. Yeah. Where that's that adds inconvenience for the teams down the, down the road. 
So it was starting to become a, some concern. It's like, okay, if we have to start postponing, you know, more than like three games, it's it becomes a bit of a crunch. So yeah. I, I get it. Unless they were just going to shut down the league for like two weeks, which, you know, <laughs> they weren't going to do that. Unless, especially nope. since since they, they've dealt with COVID before and, and they know, you know, a level of, of uh, you know, the danger that it is, which, you know, some people, back when it first started, Obviously, you know, when, when Rudy Gobert got was the first COVID test, I mean, the first uh, positive test, they, nobody really understood COVID back then. So it made sense mm -hmm. to shut down. It made sense to have a bubble. But now it's been essentially two years. We know a lot more about it. We know how to how to combat this virus. So in a, in a sense, the NBA is almost like <laughs> leading America or, or, you know, the sports league are almost like leading America and how to get back to work and how to, like, live with the virus. Mm -hmm. It seems like they're kind of just just like they were being the forefront of shutting down and all of that and having the bubble and all that in the beginning. Now they're trying to be the forefront of uh, working safely and, and living with the virus. What do you think about that part? Yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting because, um, you know, like you said, them, them going from 10 days to five days. Um, but I, I think, I think like the major difference is, is the vaccine itself um, and the, the booster shot. I mean, obviously when this all started in 2020, almost two years ago, which is insane to think about. Mm -hmm. um, but like, you know, two years ago, like you said, like nobody knew what this was, but we also didn't have anything to combat it. Um, mm -hmm. But now, even even if you do catch it, as long as you're vaccinated, you're going to be fine. Like there's, I mean, you know, at at, at at worst, you'll have like a runny nose or something, you know, yeah. a cough, but you, 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 you'll be fine. You know, you, you, you'll kick out. Um, like I, like this time last year, I had COVID when, when, when the vaccine wasn't out and it sucked. Like I like for, for three days straight, like I thought I was going to die. Like it, it was bad. It, I, I've never felt pain like that in my life. Um, but this time around, uh, obviously I didn't catch COVID, but I, I caught a little cold. But I mean, I'm, I'm fully vaccinated and it was nothing like I, I was better in like 12 hours. Um, and the, the, the symptoms weren't even remotely close. So due to that alone, I think especially since a lot of the players are vaccinated, I think that's kind of the reason why Adam Silver is like, look, we kind of got to just kind of pick up and keep going here. Um, obviously, you know, obviously that doesn't mean that they're, that they're just throwing safety to the wayside. Like, you know, they're, they're still doing masks and daily COVID tests and things like that. But I, I, I do agree with you that they're, they're trying to be more of, of like, of like a leader and like, you know, we, we've got to kind of keep going. Um, hopefully it's not just for the money, but obviously money is a factor. Like, come on. They have sponsors. They, <laughs> no, no, the money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's definitely about money too, but hopefully like, you know, there's, there's actually good good intent behind, um, you know, behind the CDC reducing the days from ten days to five days, and it's not just about money in the economy, but obviously that's probably a big factor. Yeah, money, yeah. economics, and yeah. uh, I guess the image, you know, the, the the way the way they dress it up to make it sound that way. Because at first people were like, "Oh, uh, the NBA just don't give a damn. Just got people coming here getting sick, just spreading like crazy." Um, yeah. And, you know, wasn't postponed, wasn't doing nothing about it. You know, they just twist the twist the phrase a little bit to make it sound a little more positive. Right. So yeah. With it. The, and the 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 real funny thing is, is that, you know, once all these players were going down and, you know, people had to go to the G Leaguers, all of a sudden Kyrie Irving's name pops back <laughs> up in this thing. The 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 unvaccinated man himself. And, yeah. you know, he comes back to play only the away games. And he, he just had his debut last night. As we do this pod in Indiana, um, 22 points on a decent. He, he looked decent. I, I mean, I'll give him that. He mm -hmm. looked good. I watched the game. Um, but 
uh, how do you feel about Kyrie Irving coming back, man, after this whole saga of him not wanting to be vaccinated? He still isn't vaccinated, I mean, obviously, or is he would be playing the home games too. But uh, how, how do you feel about Kyrie being back? Man, it's this is. Did you see his quote about that? When they was asking him, is he going to get vaccinated? He just kind of like, eh, not really. We're going to see what's going to happen <laughs> with the state and the league and anything changes, blah blah blah. So basically, he's not he's not going to get a vaccine. No. Uh, it's it's just funny, man, because they were like really trying to take this stance about safety and and all of that at the time, and then once uh once you know they had to run KD out there like forty minutes a game for like a couple weeks and carry the team, and they're just like, you know what? We gotta get this. We gotta get this chip. Yeah. And you know, I get it. If I was a fan, I'd probably be. I'd probably feel the same way. Just be like, you know what? Come on back, Kyrie. Yeah. But how how is this going to work with him only playing part time, only at a road game? So are they going to tank to be like the fifth seed now, or what? They, that's a good question. I mean, they're they're sitting pretty right. I mean, they're number two in the East right now. So I mean, it's not like they have much to worry about. And Harden and especially KD has looked amazing this year. So I mean, obviously well, it, it's great to have him back, but I, I don't I mean, know if like really going to sink. Say like in the well, I mean like intentionally. I mean, because say in the playoffs. If, yeah. if they have, you know, Kyrie won't be there like a game seven if they got home court advantage. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, honestly, I think so. Like, so my opinion about this all all goes back to Kyrie not being vaccinated. Like, I I honestly believe that in his mind he thinks that like New York State is going to change their vaccine mandate by that time, and he's going to be able to play home games. Um, with the advent of the Om- Omicron virus or the Amarion and like, you know, this like uh, there's like new variants popping up all over the world every day. I don't think there's any it's way. It's another that, variant. That, yeah, there is in in uh, in uh, France, uh, France. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, the, these variants are going to keep popping up because of people like Kyrie, like because because like the people, you know, people don't want to be vaccinated. So um, the the state mandate in New York isn't going to change. And he's not going to be able to play. But I think that he thinks that it, it is going to change by then. So, you know, maybe, I mean, honestly, Brooklyn's going to take him being in only away games in the playoffs, which is it, going to suck for the fans and for the game. Um, but I think that's pretty much what it's going to be because he's not getting the vaccine. Are you surprised he's back? Because I think when yeah. we talked about this before, I think we we said we said who would be back, who would be playing first, him or Simmons? Yeah. I think you might have said Simmons first. Maybe yeah. I can't remember, but I, yeah, I, think I, I, I think I thought he was probably going to come back, but I thought they're going to change the laws like he thought they were going to do. Right. Yeah. I, I, I think that I just thought that they would trade him <laughs> and that he would in that he he would play in whatever market allow him to play home games. But um, I I guess I mean, in I mean, how could I know that the league would be decimated like it was with COVID? So, I mean, like you said, Brooklyn was kind of in a tough spot, like. They were throwing KD out there for 40-plus minutes and having double and triple overtime games, and KD's coming off an Achilles a year ago, and that's that's just – that's not it. So, you know, you got to do something. And if, you, if you've if got a gun like Kyrie just throwed away, I mean, you got to use him when you can, especially on the road when, you know, you've got to worry about travels and back-to-backs and different arenas and, you know, not sleeping in your bed. All this stuff is taxing on, on these guys' bodies. So anything that you can do to help alleviate – uh, any type of stress for KD or Harden helps. So I, I get it. But I'm absolutely surprised that he's back. But um, knowing the situation now, I mean, I'm not that surprised. But 
if you, if you would have asked me like when we did the the start of NBA pod, if Kyrie would have been back at this point, I'd have been like, hell no. But you know, things change, man. Things change. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, let, let's talk about Ben Simmons really quick. Uh, this is something that we always have to discuss. It seems like um, there's still no real news on this situation, to be completely honest. So I'm not sure how much. I mean, I mean, I'm not sure how long we're going to spend on this, but uh, the the story is still the same. You know, he wants to be traded, but he's still kind of say that he's crazy um, or that he has mental health issues. Excuse me. And uh, he, he's, he's just there, but he's not doing anything with the team. Um, I don't know, man. It, it's just like a huge distraction. Um, and I just wish that it would be resolved so I could actually enjoy the Sixers playing again because I just can't right now. But um, what are your I'm thoughts on Ben Simmons situation? I'm starting to see more people trying to support the Sixers keeping him and just hoping he comes back and plays. Probably because of the Kyrie. As, as, yeah. as a competitor. Well, I think they just don't think, I mean, from, from what it sounds like, a lot of people who say this just don't see the trade out there that will make the Sixers better. They mm. see trades that they could just get guys. And, you know, I guess the argument, you know, because the argument for trading Simmons, the strongest one is you don't want to waste Embiid's, uh, waste a year of Embiid's career. But I guess the counter is if they just trade for whatever guys, it'll be wasting two or three years of his career just, you know, because not replacing the talent mm. that Ben Simmons is. What do you think about that argument at this point? Uh, I think it's stupid because Ben Simmons doesn't fit with Embiid anyway. I mean, they've they played together for the last three or four years and it's been the same result with them. So whether Ben Simmons is there or not, I, don't, I mean, I think it's a waste of Joel Embiid's career. I don't think that they can play together. Well, can you think of any – Supposed win-win trades for both teams. I mean, no. The only one I could think of is maybe at this point, maybe the Wizards Jaylen with Bill. Bill, okay. Uh, maybe okay, okay. Maybe that one with with Jalen Brown. But I don't see the Celtics doing that. At least not yeah. at the deadline. Right, right. Yeah, man. Look, it, it's tough. It's tough. I mean, but like that's that's kind of like that's that that's the point, right? Like me and you have been staunch, like you know, supporters of get Ben Simmons the hell out of here. And when they had the chance to get James Harden, we both knew, we both said at that time, this was the best it was going to get. And they passed. So, no, they're they're not going to get equal value. Uh, I I seriously doubt that that they're going to get another star, especially after holding out this long. Um, Because, I mean, the the way I see it, every day that they don't trade him, his his value diminishes. Um, So... Yeah, I mean, eventually it is going to be it's going it's to be to the point where, like, like Philadelphia fans are going to see this nigga in public and just try to like beat his ass or something. I don't know, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I mean, like, I, I I don't know what's going to happen to 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 get him out of here, but he's gone. Like that that's how I feel. That's how I feel anyway. You don't think that Bill for Simmons is a win win? Is it a win-win? Uh, see the Wizards, okay? They have Simmons, they have KCP and uh, Dinwiddie and Kuzma and Harold. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think almost like a Lakers East, like a, like a weak Lakers East. <laughs> if you replace LeBron for Simmons, I mean, they don't got an AD, but um, yeah. and, then, and then for the Sixers, I, I don't know if Bill is really. I mean, this might sound sacrilegious, but I don't know how much better he is than Seth Curry. That's the same argument I was using for like McCullough. Wow! Wow! <laughs> hey, check check the stats. Check the stats. Oh, come on, check the Javon. Stats. Come on, check man. The stats. Check the stats. Come on, man. I, this is more. This is more so me saying, I don't know. I don't think Bill. I mean, look, if Bill is an A, I think Seth Curry is a B. Is it worth? I mean, is that? 
As so, a straight up trade, I don't think that's that's worth it. I mean, let's it's like Brad Bill and something else for Benson. I mean, I, that's tough. That's first of all, I, I I disagree just because even 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 if Bradley Bill isn't a an A, I think Joel Embiid is absolutely an A, and Bradley Bill can absolutely complement Joel Embiid better than Ben Simmons can. Now. Your argument about the, the stats and Seth Curry that that that's just that's just mean. Like, <laughs> hey man, just check check the numbers, man. I'm I'm, I'm not I'm not trying. I, I know I said I knew it was gonna sound sacrilegious, but just check the numbers. <laughs> it's not that far off. I mean, Seth Curry's not a bum now. No, 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 no. He, he's not. But there's levels to this, and Bradley Beal is definitely better. And Bradley Beal can do more things than, than Seth Curry can do, especially defensively. Um, but I mean, he, he's bigger, stronger, longer. Pause, and um, he can shoot times. better. No, Bradley Beal's like 6'5". Seth Curry's like 6'2". 6'3 versus 6'2". Bradley, Bradley Beal's 6'3"? Yep, I actually saw him in person. He's not. He's probably not even 6'3". I think he, was, he might have had an inch on me. He's not that tall, wow. bro. Okay. Whatever. Look, I personally think Bradley Beal's better in that I think that if... if I mean, if he Bradley is. Beal, I'm not trying to say he's not. I'm just saying <laughs> the difference... <laughs> I'm not, I, don't, I don't know if Bradley Beal would help the Sixers that much is what I'm trying to say. Wow. Compared to like what Seth Curry already offers. I mean, you're going to start both of them? Or are you going to have yeah. – I don't know. I almost feel like they need a point guard, but mm. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Interesting, interesting, interesting take. That's what, that's what we're here to do. We're, <laughs> we're here to talk about these these takes here. But, look, um, I'll be the first to say I don't watch a lot of Wizards games. So, look, maybe Bradley Beals is way better than I'm giving him credit for. But I don't know, man. He's been on some mediocre teams his whole career, so I don't know. Uh, okay. That's fair, I guess. Um, so along that 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 train thought of disappointments and surprises, let's talk about the Eastern Conference and let's talk about some of the the disappointments and surprises so far. Um, I, obviously, I think the the biggest surprise, I mean, is has to be the Chicago Bulls. Uh, these guys are currently sitting first in the in the in the Eastern Conference, twenty five and ten. As we as we do this pod, their winners are eight in a row. <laughs> Demar Derozan hit two crazy. Uh, back-to-back buzzer beaters like a week ago. Um, him, him and him and Levine have just been like so fun to watch. Um, shout out to Caruso and Lonzo Ball. Even even when that team was decimated by COVID, um, they still hung in there and they're still winning basketball games. Man, what's your opinion on the Bulls? And are they a surprise or a disappointment to you? Well, they're probably a surprise to everybody. I mean, look, I didn't think they'd be first in in the East. No, but I think I. Like a week, a week or two before the season, I just was thinking about it and how everybody was ragging on them. And I think I was even kind of hard on them at first in the offseason. Actually, yeah, I was when they, when they signed DeRozan. I was like, eh, doing all this just to get an eight seed. I think I said something like that. But <laughs> once it came close to the season, I, I looked at the roster and just thought about it. I was like, man, who's going to stop these guys offensively? I mean, you got Levine, who's a 25-per-game guy. DeRozan, throughout his career, 20 game, plus like five assists, five rebounds. just well-rounded. And they got Booch, they got so they got an inside out threat, and then they got role players, and then they were running up and down the court in the preseason. I was like, this team's gonna be one of the best offensive teams in the league. Now I didn't think their defense was gonna hold up like it has been. Yeah. I thought I thought that they would have a chance to get home court advantage, like top four seed. I think I said something like that in the preseason. Mm-hmm. But I mean nobody like DeRozan is playing out of his mind right now. He's looking yeah. basically like you know, basically like Kobe Bryant almost. Yep. Levine is is a Kobe disciple himself. So there's two Kobe disciples. It's beautiful. <laughs> and, then, and then you got Lonzo and AC, former Lakers. Just like this is just like Lakers East over here. Yeah. So, 
It's fun to watch. Um, I still think they need to make a move, maybe you know, for some kind of a big man. No, nothing, no big move. Just, just you know, maybe buy out or a small trade. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm a little worried about them trying to guard Giannis. I'm not really worried about. Well, now that Kyrie's back, I like to see them match the Nets. But I thought they matched up pretty good with the Nets without Kyrie, uh, as quiet as as kept. Um, mm-hmm. They didn't have a, a nothing for for KD, but. I don't Nobody trust does. Harden. I don't trust Harden in the playoffs, guys. Like, I'm just gonna put this out there. Like, Harden is basically like just an ankle weight in the playoffs to me. Like, I, he's, he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna choke. He's gonna be looking bad. It just happens every year. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a hater. It is what it is. <laughs> so I did, yeah. I wasn't really worried about the Nets. Just I thought it was just gonna be a KD solo show, and I didn't. I mean, that'd be hard to beat it by itself. But I just thought that the Bulls could match up good with them. But they don't got nothing for Giannis, and that's what would worry me if I was a Bulls fan. What did you yeah. think about them? Do, do you think it's legit, or you think they're just man? Just a fun look, team? it's 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 been too much. It, it's hard to say that they ain't legit. I mean, uh, yeah, Demar Derozan is averaging twenty-seven points a game. Demar Derozan, like nobody saw this coming. No, I mean that's no, no shots fired, no disrespect, but Demar Derozan averaging twenty-seven points a game at this stage in his career. I say at uh, age thirty-three, right? Because he's this yeah. ain't his career high. He's put up more before with the Raptors, but yeah, know, that was he's younger in his prime. Right. I mean, this is I mean, I'm I'm happy for him. And, and you know, something you always say about him now is that, you know, he, he's gotten better beyond beyond a three point line. His defense isn't horrible. He's a good playmaker. Like I, I like I, I really enjoy watching DeMar DeRozan play, bro. Like <laughs> I'm not even going to lie to you. And that's crazy because right? we used to be slick haters. Just. Yeah. Bit, well, but. I, I want to say I was a hater. I, I, I just didn't believe in what Toronto was doing against LeBron. Yeah. And he showed me every year why I shouldn't believe. But. Yeah, um, makes you a little worried about the playoffs this year, but eh, we'll get to that. Well, well, look, I mean, <laughs> things are th- things are different now. Like yeah. he he doesn't have Kyle Lowry weighing him down. Shout out to Kyle Lowry. He doesn't have him weighing him down no more, bro. He, he's got Zach Levine, who's averaging twenty six points a game on pretty decent efficiency, who's freaking unstoppable. Some of the shots that Zach Levine takes, I'm just like, what the hell? He, he uh, does hit some of the craziest like fadeaway step back threes yeah. from thirty feet. Is like and he's swishing. I'm like, bro, like, yeah. <laughs> Why are you shooting that shot? But okay. <laughs> and you know, you, you missing you you mentioned uh Vucevic, who's been an all-star in the league, who's a good, solid double double guy, uh, and a, a stretch threat. And of course they got Lonzo and Caruso. And I I really like this team. I, I really do. Um I, I do agree with you that they do kind of have a matchup problem with Giannis, but so does most of the teams in the East, aside from like Philly, maybe. Oh, um, and, and, and B kills him too. I think Philly is two and zero against the Bulls. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's Joel and B. Um, but yeah, so look, I mean, look, it, it, it'll be interesting, interesting to see how things go moving forward and how, how the matchups play out come postseason time. But I really do like the Bulls. And I think I think even, even if they get bounced in the second round, I think that's a successful season for them. Like the, the Bulls have been a laughing stock for most of my lifetime. So uh, that's crazy. <laughs> it, they have. They really have, though. Um, so, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm happy that they're good again and I'm happy that they have an exciting team for the fan base, but, um, yeah, I, I think, I think if they get bounced in the second round, they'll, they'll still have a successful season in my eyes. Uh, let's talk about the Cavs. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to go right to the Cavs. Let's talk about the Cavs. 21 and 17. Uh, who, who are these guys? They, they, they lost one of their, um, they lost Ricky Rubio recently, uh, who was balling for them. But th- th- this team just has like a lot of young, hungry guys that love the game, and they're they're, they're out there like winning basketball games, man. Uh, give me your opinion on the Cavs so far, man. 
my opinion on Evan Mobley has just like flipped 180 from. He's so good, bro. <laughs> you remember how skinny he was in summer league? He just getting bullied yep. around. It's like, man, this dude looked like he's about three years away. He's got to get a man body. Mm-hmm. And I look at him now. He's actually like, I mean, he's still skinny, like his whole body, but he's he's put on some muscle. He's got some little little um, some arms going on and a little bit of you know shoulders. You could tell he's been lifting. You could tell that he, he. I think I read actually that after that summer league. He he asked the Cavs to fly some guys, some trainers out there to LA with him, and mm-hmm. you know immediately just started hitting the weights. I mean, this guy sounds it. like this guy sounds like he could be what Kevin Garnett. Uh, I mean, I mean, wow, Anthony Davis. I mean, he he's got all the talent, man. He's already yeah. like amazingly defensively. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a jumper. He's got a little wiggle. Got a little handle. Yeah, uh, some some post moves, a left hand. I mean, he's got yeah a, a very nice game. He's, he's got not, some finesse to his game too. Yes, and and he'll dunk on you. Yep, I, I love the guy. I mean, they they're yeah. they're they're another team that's very fun to watch. Um, I like Darius Garland. I didn't I didn't really like his game until this year. I guess because he's got guys to pass to. I, I didn't really like the the Garland Sexton uh, Sexton uh, backcourt. I just thought they were too small and just mm-hmm. two guys trying to get trying to get buckets. Now that Colin Sexton's out of there, it's kind of clear the runway for Garland, and he's he's thriving. He's uh you know possibly. Be like an all-star, like injury uh, selection type thing. Mm-hmm. And then Jared Allen, man, who is did, this guy? Right? How, how <laughs> did the Sixers just let him go because they wanted to play DeAndre Jordan? <laughs> and, and then, and then the Rockets didn't take him in the Harden trade. The yeah. Cavs just just raised their hands like, uh, we'll take him. <laughs> Seventeen and, then, and eleven right now, and he'll probably make the All-Star team. It's crazy. Shout out to the Cavs. They're they're just playing hard. They're just playing hard, and they're just young guys out there just just grinding, man. I, I love it. I love it. Rubio was a big L for them, though, because he was, you know, just that 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 IQ he and that bench, that bench leadership. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, he was in all their best lineups. Um, yep. So uh, they, they, they traded for Rondo. I think they're going to be a little disappointed there, but <laughs> we'll see if he can uh, help hold it together in that second unit. What do you think about the Cavs? I mean, I've been sitting there and waxing poetic. No, man, I, I love him. I one thing I will say is that I'm kind of sad for Laurie Markkinen. I kind of feel like he's kind of getting lost in the sauce a little bit just because there's there's a lot of talent there, especially his position. Um, but man, like the 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 Cavs are are a big surprise. I thought they would be a lottery team. Don't get me wrong, there's still time. But <laughs> as of right now, as of right now, man, they're they're playing good and uh, just just so I can talk about Evan Mobley again. Um, when we saw him in the summer league. I saw I saw like little flashes. I was like, okay, you know, okay, I, all right, I see it. But since he's been in the league, bro, like this this kid is like almost musty TV. Like he he's good. He's really good. He's really good. I'm 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 happy for him. Really happy for him. Shout out to Kevin Love having a little comeback season. Yeah, shout out to Kevin. Go 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 and ask for that buyout, sir, so we can come to the Lakers. Why you playing around? <laughs> Please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, like, as far as, like, surprises in the East, I don't really think that there's many more. I mean, I, I, I figured that we all thought that Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Miami would be good. Um, I'm ready to talk about disappointments because I've got a few. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's talk the about the biggest disappointment in the East. The biggest disappointment in the East. It's got to be the Hawks, right? I mean, the it's, Hawks. It's, what is going on with these guys? What the hell is going on with the Hawks? 17 and 20? These niggas can't even get a top 10 seed? Like, <sighs> Hawks, 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 Hawks. Now, I'll be the first to say that the Hawks did get hit with COVID pretty hard, too. But so did every other team in the league. So y'all got to get it together. Um, I I really don't know what the issue is. Like, I'm I'm sitting here trying to pinpoint 
why they're just not good, especially after having such a great season last year with Nate McMillan. He got his deal. Um, Trey Young averaged what, like 29 a game last year. Like, I don't, I, I don't know what's going on with the Hawks, man. G- give me your thoughts. Why do you think they're just not winning? It's got to come down to the defense, right? Um, yeah. The defense is not as good as it was last year. And really the only, I mean, the main guy that was holding the defense up was Clint Capella. And it seems like, you know, frankly, once he got his deal, he got paid in the offseason. And it just doesn't seem to be, you know, hustling and having that defensive impact like he did last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, which might have been just too too much to ask for him because he was single-handedly holding down the, the Hawks defense. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, they got a lot of guys. I saw that their, the GM came out, uh, I think, yesterday and, and said he's, you know, pretty much said he was maybe he shouldn't have brought everybody back. Maybe he shouldn't have signed all these guys to these extensions. Uh, Kevin mm-hmm. Herter, John Car- John Collins, uh, Clint Capella, and a couple others. Uh, of course, Trey Young. But, you know, Trey Young's going to keep him around. Um, mm-hmm. So, I guess – we should be looking at the Hawks to try to make a deal. I mean, they might they might think they have too many guys. Mm. That's always a good problem to have. But it's it's so weird because like this this was pretty much the team. I mean, yeah, I mean this is like the exact team that made the Eastern Conference Finals last year. Um, so it's it's so weird. I mean, I guess you do have guys that were hurt kind of in the middle of last year to the playoffs that like Cam Reddish and uh, DeAndre Hunter. Like those guys are kind of back, but I don't know, man. Like you've still got the core of Trey Young, John Collins, Capella, Bogdanovich, and Kevin Herter, um, Gallinari, and they just can't win basketball games. It's so so disappointing. Um, I don't know. Could, could you see them possibly getting in that Ben Simmons sweepstakes, or is that just – Oh, God. Uh, hey, uh, man, that'd be kind of interesting, though. They, they, think, need, they need a defensive guy. Yeah. And, and if you could have somebody have Trey off the ball a little bit, I don't know, man. But Trey loves the ball. Um, I know, yeah. but, he, but if he could be his, if he could be Trey's Draymond, basically, if Trey wants mm-hmm. to be Steph. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what they would have to give up to get Ben Simmons. I mean, they'd probably have to throw in like the young, talented guys like Cam Reddish and DeAndre Hunter and um, John Collins. Probably have to go just to make the salaries match, but I'd probably yeah. do it. Yeah, it's probably the problems. Is like we said, Philly needs guards. They don't really need a. Well, I mean. I, well, Collins, they already got uh, what's his name, Tobias Harris. Mm-hmm. So he hasn't been playing. He hasn't had a good season. But um, I don't really, yeah, I don't really know what the maybe you know the Philly will want like Kevin Herter or Bogdanovich, yeah. you know, some kind of guards. Yeah, and probably Cam Reddish, like you said. So I don't know. Or maybe the Hawks would do something like with Indy, try to get Miles Turner or something. I don't know, but it feels like they gotta they gotta shake it up, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think. If they do, I think that they could only get better because, like you said, they have a lot of guys. And, you know, it's it's going to be tough, especially after your team just made the Eastern Conference Finals. But, I mean, what you're doing right now isn't working. Like, they're, they're it, it, it's sad that they can't get a, at least a top 10 seed to make the playing game right now. Um, that's, that's well, the East is strong, man. Nobody expected the Cavs to be good and the Bulls to be this good. The Raptors are still competitive. I mean, so. I don't know. The East is like one through twelve is one through thirteen. These all teams fighting tough. Even the Pacers out there trying for some reason. You know they suck. <laughs> Losers of six straight. Yeah. So, um, but or, or look, maybe the Hawks were just a young team and it was a bit fluky last year, like some nah, people were saying. I don't want to hear it. Nope. 
And they They're should just good. they should just keep building with this young team instead of making rash moves. I, I don't know. I, I understand that rationale too, but going from Eastern Conference Finals and no playoffs, that's with the same team. That's that's a tough pill to swallow. It is. It is indeed. Um, now you I didn't think any... the Knicks were going to be that good, but that's no. that will that will classify as disappointing to many, right? Yeah. No. I mean, they're. I mean, to me, no. Um, but I, I I was never really high on them, and I didn't agree with the moves they made. Um, it's weird that they tried to freeze Kemba Walker out and then they brought him back, but I don't, I, I just don't care about the Knicks. They're, <laughs> they're, they're too inconsistent for whatever reason. They just decided not to play defense this year. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on with them. They should just trade for Simmons. Just say, screw it. I don't know how Simmons and Randall would work, but they, <laughs> <laughs> it, it they, they, they need to just try to get stars in that big market, to be honest, instead of this lunch pail, hard hit, hard hat style they're trying to do. Come on, y'all big yeah. market, man. We out here trying to scrap and play defense and with, no, with no stars. <laughs> yes. With no stars. <laughs> and, uh, and then the last team I want to bring up is the Celtics because some people okay. hype them up like they had a good offseason. I think you and I both weren't really that high on them, but nope. Is there anything to add? I mean, it's just Tatum and Brown and a whole bunch of bums, really. I mean, I don't, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Shout out to Dennis Schroeder, baby. Uh, no, nothing to add. Um, Oh, yeah. Uh, the Celtics, man, they are, I, I think. What a I fall. Think, like, they had it all. I mean, they were had a young core, was in the conference finals year after year, had it, had all this talent, all these draft picks. And yeah. Now look at them. I think they're the team most likely to make a move um, toward, when, when it comes towards the trade deadline. I think that as, as, as the season goes on and they realize just how tough the East is and they see that, they're wasting years of Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown, whoever they find more valuable his career. I think that they're going to end up moving one of them guys, but we'll see. I mean, Which they, one should they do? You'd probably get I more with Tatum. Tatum. I would keep Tatum. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, to me, Tatum is clearly better. Uh, but I, I do love Jalen Brown, too. I mean, he, he just dropped 50 the other night. It's not like Jalen Brown's a scrub, but Tatum's taller, longer. He can score easier. Um it, it it just looked effortless for him out there, um, but I do think Jalen Brown's a little better defensively. But who who gives a damn about defense? Um, so yeah, <laughs> Jason Tatum. Yeah, I, I guess that would be the what most people would say. But just as a counter, you know, Tatum makes more money. He's probably viewed it as better. But really, when you look at them, they're they're pretty similar. But Tatum is better. But if you could get more for Tatum, since y'all ain't doing shit anyway. Yeah, just something to think about. Maybe if, if if I don't know what will be out there. I mean, look, if I'm trading Tatum, it's got to be for you know a top ten player. Anthony Davis. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, don't, don't tempt me. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Okay, let's move. Let's move to the Western Conference, man. Um, there, there. I mean. There's not really many surprises, but there's a lot of disappointments. Um, again, same thing. I don't. I, I don't think anybody thought the Warriors would be bad. Like I, I think both of us pretty pretty much thought that the Warriors would be kind of right where they are. Um, I think you especially said that Steph would probably have an MVP season and yeah, they'd be kind of for the number one seed. Guys. Yeah. That's yeah. So. Guys. Yeah. They they're twenty nine and eight, best record in the league, tied with the Suns. Um, I really don't have any surprises in the in in the West, man. What about you? Uh, Grizzlies. I mean, okay. He, I, I've I've liked I've always been a Jaw fan, but he he's definitely taking that next level to almost like D Rose MVP type. I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's pretty much got the numbers that D Rose did have. 
Yeah. Uh, they don't have the number one seat, but, you know, this yeah. is impressive for this young team to be here fourth seat pretty comfortably. And it's not just Ja. I mean, because he was out um, injured and they were winning without him. I think they had like an eight game win streak without him. Yep. So, I mean, that's to say this team is 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 pretty deep, pretty well coached. Um, Taylor Jenkins, I think, is the name of the coach. Uh, yes. You asked me that two years ago, I would not have known his name. So, uh, <laughs> um, they've got, you know, Dylan Brooks, Desmond Bain. Uh, what's his name? Uh, big guy. Uh, Jaron Jackson. Jaren, Jaren, yeah, Jaron Jackson. He's, he's healthy and playing well. Uh, Steven Adams just doing his thing. I mean, this is a good team, man. They might mess around and, mess around and surprise somebody in the playoffs, depending on the matchup. Yeah. Shout out to John Morant. Um, I think he's averaging, what, like 25, 26 a game. Mm-hmm. And every time he plays the Lakers, this dude just wants to put on a show and drop 50 on our head. It's kind of annoying. Oh, I, um, I was about to say, it's annoying, actually. He, he, wants, <laughs> he just wants to kill us. It's like, bro, like, we love yeah. you. Stop doing this stuff. Right. Like, what do we do to you? <laughs> <laughs> what do we do to you? But, um, yeah, dude, he's he's a beast, man. He's he's a, he, he's a fun player to watch. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I wish Memphis nothing but success unless it's against the Lakers. But... Yeah. Um, let's talk about disappointments because I, I have a list. Uh, you you want to start with the Lakers? Let's lead it for last. Okay, great. Okay. Okay, cool. So let's let's go with the Dallas Mavericks first for me. For me personally. I don't know if you feel found that they're disappointed, but I absolutely do. Um, so currently they're they're five in the West just because the West is just so bad. Uh, but Luca Luca has been battling an injury. Um, pretty much for like a month, he's been battling like an ankle injury. He's kept him in and out of the lineup. Porzingis has been battling knee soreness, which has kept him in and out of the lineup. Um, so it's it's been like Jalen Brunson, Tim Hardaway Jr., uh, Dwight Powell, and guys like that out there running around with Jason Kidd's new coach. I'm just I'm just so disappointed, man. Like they're they're <laughs> not only are they not fun to watch anymore, um, but like Luca. I don't want to say he, he's having a down year because that, that's not really fair because he's been hurt. I mean, Such like he's still standards. averaging like yeah, like he, he's he's still averaging like twenty five a game, which is still insane in the NBA. But he he he's too good to be not as good as as he is right now. And I don't know if that made sense, but yeah, he he he's just not fun to watch. He's not as yeah. fun to watch anymore. Yeah, actually, I was gonna say I would reframe that as Luca has been a disappointment in a sense. Yeah. And like you said, it's, it's it's a bit unfair to just say that because he's been hurt and his his, his numbers are still great. I mean, 25, 8, right. and 8, um, yeah. 45% shooting, and it's a little low for him, but it's not bad. And, right. um, you know, everything else is kind of iffy or, or kind of down or whatever, or or pretty much how it's been his career. But I guess the disappointment is we're we're waiting on the leap. Like, when is this yep. guy going <laughs> to when is this guy going to take the league by, you know, by the horns and be the guy? Like, when yeah. is he going to come out here and just lead his team. I mean, his numbers have been so great in his young career. It's kind of hard for him to imagine. I mean, the next him level stat for him, be, yeah, it'd be like 30, 10 and 10 on like, you know, 50, right. 40, 90 or something. So that's, that, that's ridiculous by the way. <laughs> it is. But okay. How about at least get your, get your efficiency up. That that would be the next step. I mean, he doesn't maybe have to raise his aggregate numbers, but if he even st- keep it at 27, 28, eight and eight, something like that um, yeah. with like 50, 38, you know, eighty uh, percent free throw. You know, just get your efficiency up, to, and 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 just be there, available every night. Get in, get in, come into season in tip top shape. Like, yeah. why is why is Lucas still coming in <laughs> to the season fat and pudgy and like twenty pounds overweight? Yeah. Maybe he just feels like he's so good he could just burn the weight off, and you know, he'll be there at the end of the year. But man, like, no, this is not <laughs> this is not what we need. We want you to be the guy. We want you to carry the flag. 
to do that, you have to you have to be a tip top athlete. You have to be you have to just just push the human body, you know, to levels that that us normal peons can't can't <laughs> imagine. You know what I'm saying? Like just 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 come out and be Man. reach your potential. Be the best that you could possibly be. Like he's, you know, he just he's about to turn 24. It's time for him to turn that corner. You know it's crazy, man. I think I think what you're talking about, and don't get me wrong, I have the exact same mindset, but I, I think it's just I think we we think that way because we grew up watching Kobe and we watched him give his all to the game. So we kind of expect that from everybody else when everybody just doesn't have that mindset. Like no, no, people, no, no, wait, 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 no, not just Kobe. LeBron's done it. Jokic has done it. You remember he was fat like two years ago. Now he's <laughs> now he comes in comes in the season and in, 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 you know great shape for him. Embiid has done it. He had to drop the Shirley Temples. Now he's healthy more often than he used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I could go down the list. Usually, guys around like 24, 25, they start to get it right. I mean, start to take yeah. their career, you know, a lot more serious. I'm not saying you got to be Kobe and come in here, at, you know, four or five in the morning, and work out every day, and just have the most <laughs> crazy work ethic. But you know, just just do better, man. You got to care. Yeah, yes. it seems like it's, I don't know. It it, it kind of reminds me of what Shaq used to do, like. Shaq would come into the season hella overweight and just play into shape because he just knew that he was better than everybody else. Um, and hopefully, hopefully, like, Luka's success in the EuroLeague and being the MVP and being the man over there hasn't kind of, like, clouded his judgment. And, you know, he, he's came over here and dominated. So he's just kind of like, eh, I don't, I don't need to get ready for these bums. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. He's he, he, He's got to come into the league in better shape. And, um you know, when it when it, when it comes to the postseason and towards the end of the season, he can't be getting wore down by the time the fourth quarter starts. So, like like he did last year, anyway. But yeah, maybe but, from yeah. his perspective, you know, they just they didn't do anything. Like the Mavericks didn't do anything with the roster. He just kind of maybe feels whatever about it. Mm. Maybe I mean, I'm trying to give him some benefit of the doubt. And he also yeah. had the Olympics, and he was great in the Olympics. And yeah. going by his, what he said, he took a couple weeks off after and. He must have just been <laughs> binging beers, just just slamming beers and just eating eating hella pizzas or something. Because uh, in, in those two three weeks, he he blew up a little bit. But yeah, just yeah. do better, Luca. Uh, like you said, it's been they have not been fun to watch. I, I didn't no. know, I didn't think that the change of coach would make that much of a difference. Even I didn't I didn't really love how they played under Carlisle either. All those whole bunch of threes, but at least it was Luca ball. Now it's just yep. like they're spreading it out, and it's just these guys aren't aren't that good, but. Jalen Brunson's <laughs> having a good year, so that's good for them. They develop yep. him. Maybe they could trade him for something because I don't think that um, – I don't think he – you know, I don't think they want to pay him because he, he's about no. to be a free agent. I don't think they want to pay him $20, 30000000 million, so maybe somebody else does. Yeah. But the I Mavericks agree. are kind of stuck. Maybe it's best if they kind of just are whatever and get a draft pick. I don't know. They, they're, the, the fact that they blew their wide on KP and Porzingis, who's actually not having a bad year. He's, you know – Having a bit of a bounce back year, but I just mm-hmm. don't see their their ceiling being any higher than what they are right now, like a fourth or fifth seed, and that's a little frustrating. Maybe it'd be different if Luca came in, guns are blazing. Yeah, I mean, look, things can change. I mean, it, it's only January what six as we have this pod, so things can absolutely change. And you know, post All Star break, we've seen in the past where teams can just go on crazy streaks, and so you know, hopefully that can still happen. But as it stands right now, they've been a disappointment. And look, um, while we say this, I, I wouldn't put it past if they make some kind of small move or, or maybe Luca gets it together and just goes on a tear. I wouldn't put it past them actually making it to the conference finals now because you see how mm-hmm. Luca is in the playoffs. He's an absolute monster. So yep. he's going to be hard. He's going to be hard for teams to control in the playoffs, assuming they're not playing the Clippers and Kawhi again. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
let's talk about the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, yeah, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Uh, they're fourteen and twenty-three. They're not even trying anymore. Like, no. um, I, I know CJ McCollum was out for a little bit with his lung scare. Um, they did have a few players in COVID protocols, but Damian Lillard. Um, he's having a terrible season. Yeah, like. I, I don't know what's going on with Portland. Uh, is 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 Dame finally just saying but not saying like I want out? Like is is that what his play is? Because they they suck. There's there, there's like no other way around it. They they suck. What is going on with Portland? Uh, they suck. I, I don't really have anything <laughs> else to add. They changed coaches. That's about all they changed. Oh, and the GM yeah. got fired, which he's not on the court. He's not affecting the game, but. It just seems like they got a dark cloud ever since uh, ever since really the what the Olympics and Dame was uh, he told Chris Haynes he wanted to trade and mm-hmm. then walked it back like a week later. Ever yeah. since then it's been it's been like okay so when is he finally gonna ask for a trade or when they're gonna finally move off of him? Because it feels like they definitely reached the end of the road, right? I mean like, we've said this for like years. Like yep. when y'all gonna break years. these niggas up? At least y'all suck. I mean I don't say y'all suck, but y'all y'all ain't gonna do nothing with this team. So yeah, you know you're just gonna keep beating your head against the wall and are you gonna? change it up and finally looking like they're at a crossroads they got to do something and they they don't have a gm right now i don't think so i doubt they're going to trade dame at the deadline but um i don't know I, I also you know apparently dame was uh over in lebron's uh wine cellar last summer him damar and westbrook it was all trying to audition to get on the lakers so <laughs> Maybe Dame is just like, you know, just waiting it out, letting Westbrook do his thing before um, he's an expiring contract next year. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. Um, <laughs> man, look, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really have too much more to say about Portland. I'm, I'm just I'm just so disappointed because they're so bad. I mean, like you said previously, we all knew they were never going to win a championship, but they were at least a competitive team, like a, a decently fun team to watch. Now, anytime they're on TV, I'm like, um, oh, I'm, I'm changing the channel. Like, I don't, I don't want to watch Portland anymore. They, they're, they suck. They give like um, the least effort on defense. I think I've yeah. seen this season. Yeah, they, they just don't care. Um, last team, oh well, second, second to last team. Well, last team before we get to the Lakers, the New Orleans Pelicans. Now, I know that you don't care about the Pelicans anymore, but I can't believe, I cannot believe. They have fumbled this Zion thing so poorly. Like, there's all these conflicting reports about, oh, he's good, he's healthy, oh, he had a setback, oh, he's got to go to this doctor, he's got to, bro, like, this is the number one pick. He averaged 27 points a game for you last year, and it seems like New Orleans doesn't know what to do with this guy. And I'm just so disappointed that, that he hasn't been on the court yet. I mean, before the season started, there were reports saying that he would be back by the time the season started. And it's January. Now they're saying that he's going he's gonna to be out another month. What's like, the last thing? He's out, like, rehabbing in Portland or something, away from the team? What's, what's yeah. going on there? Why he's not in New Orleans? It, it, you, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, obviously, Zion ha- has to take culpability for this. He, he's he got to get his weight under control or whatever the case may be with it. But I'm just disappointed in New Orleans, man. They're just huh. – they were, for the past two years, they've been one of my favorite league pass teams to watch. Now – I I've I've completely scratched them off my list. Um, I don't even I don't even know when they're playing anymore. Like I just don't, don't care about the Pelicans, and it it, it sucks. Yeah, I mean they they've been uh, pretty much an insignificant team for me as well. I mean they're pretty much on the Pistons Magic Rocket status to me. I don't 
Uh, I don't watch any of the games. Uh, and and when they when they said Zion had a zone a Jones fracture, I was like, okay, there's no way he's gonna be back. Uh, you know, when the season starts, unless he had surgery like right when the last season ended, which apparently he didn't. They said he he had it like a month before the season. Mm-hmm. So look, a Jones fracture is like one of the worst things you can have on your foot. Um, Embiid had it. Uh, Greg Oden had it. And that pretty much was one of the things that ruined his career, that knee injuries. Um, Kevin Durant had it. He missed uh, pretty much a season. Um, so, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's really hard to come back from that because you can't you, you got to keep all your weight off of it. And it's hard to rehab it. Um, so, honestly, at this point, since they're so bad and so far down in the standings, is there any point in bringing Zion back this year? Even if, if he was to get healthy? I think so. I mean, I think you've still got to see. I mean, he, he's he's too young to sit out a season already. Like, he's 21. I mean, he's got to play, I feel but like. what if he gets hurt again and then it ruins next season? Yeah. I mean, but there, there, I mean, there's the... That's that's the risk you take. I mean, obviously you're not playing for anything, but you you want him to develop, and he's only going to develop if he plays competition. Um, Bro, you can only go so far his, practicing. But if, he, if you see he's got weight problems, he's been off his feet for you know a whole season pretty much. I mean, he's yeah, gonna be, like, okay, he's gonna be like three twenty by the time his <laughs> his foot's okay. healed. So so like I'm I, obviously I'm I'm not saying put him out there just because he's cleared. Like yeah, like he he's got to get himself in shape and. I'm I'm assuming that he's going to do that before he steps on the court, whether that's March or April, um, and there's ten games left. I mean, whatever. But, but I mean, that's that's just how I feel. But I mean, you could be right. I'm, I'm sure the the Pelicans are probably going to sit him for the rest of the season, which sucks because uh, they they have no chance of making the playoffs. So even even a playing game, like there's there's no well, they're only what two games back, two and a half games back. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. Wow. Yeah, uh, he's coming back, and they're going to be in the play, and they're going to make the playoffs. Let's go, baby. Zion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Nah. Is, is, right. is David Griffin about to get fired? Uh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah, think yeah. so, too. Yeah, it, yeah. Seems like, it seems like he's scared of Zion. Like, Pelicans are scared of Zion. Like, I don't know what's going on here. It seems like Zion is really telling them what to do or running them. I don't know. I also think it's funny how he had to get out of he had to get out of New Orleans to rehab. All them, all them beignets and jambalaya. <laughs> Fucking that diet up. Uh, that's stew, baby. I'm never going to lose that weight. <laughs> that's funny. Um, one last team to talk about. Um, you know, we say, we saved the best for last. Let's talk about the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, currently, we're the 6 seed, 2019. Surging Lakers. <laughs> right. We're on a three-game winning streak. Let's go, baby. Highs of the uh, season. Yeah, the Lakers have been a massive disappointment this year. Um, <laughs> there's, no, there's no real way around it. Now, we have so many built-up excuses. I'll be the first to say it. Um, the, I mean, like the first 20 games of the season, LeBron only played in eight. Uh, we lost AD two weeks ago. He's going to be out for a month. Hopefully he's ready for that Hawks game, but probably not. Um, Russell Westbrook has just been a fucking disaster. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. A really disaster? If, no, he's been a disaster. He's been an absolute <laughs> disaster. Um, wow, tell me why. What you mean? Oh, my God. Okay, so <laughs> where do I start? So um, this guy – all right, so, okay. I want to preface my comments on Russell, on Russell Westbrook by saying that I in no way, shape, or form hate Russell Westbrook the man because obviously I do not know him. I, my comments are solely about Russell Westbrook the basketball player. 
And these comments are only about, or I'm sorry, th- th- these comments are the same comments that I've had about him since he's been in the league. That's Oklahoma City. That's uh, Houston. That's Washington. That's the Lakers. This guy is a moron. Um, <laughs> he, just, he, he just doesn't get it, bro. Like, he just doesn't get it. Uh, like, his, his, his late-game decision-making is, it, it might be the worst I've ever seen from, like, a star player. Like he he's, well, he's, mean, he's, just, he's he's allowed to miss shots. He's allowed to have turnovers. Stop. He's not, stop. He's not no. Perfect. Stop. <laughs> stop. Stop. That's what he said. That's yeah, what he that, said. That's, yeah. He 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 tried to say that bullshit, bro. I I wouldn't be mad if 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 all he did was miss and have. Okay, yeah, I would be. But I I wouldn't be as mad. But man, like sometimes when it's just crunch time, like the the the, the shot clock is winding down, like it, it's it, it's like he's like schizophrenic or something. Like he he just has to. Throw something up towards the basket and like hit. Like, do you know there's like a three minute montage on Twitter of him just hitting the backboard on jump shots in, in the Laker uniform? In like, a, wow, in the Laker uniform. No, in a Laker that. uniform. He's done it that many times that there's a three minute montage on Twitter of him just shooting and hitting the backboard. That's I insane. One him missing like wide open layups and dunks. I know for yeah. sure. Yeah. Man, like, in the beginning of the season or before the season started, I was on the record of saying that this was not going to work. Now, I didn't think that we would be this bad. Um, I, I thought that we would still be a quote-unquote elite team, but I I have no faith in this in this Lakers team. Like we're 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 bad. We are bad. And don't get me wrong, Russell Westbrook is not the only problem. I, I think he's the biggest problem, but he's not the only problem. Um, what do you think? What do you think, man? What, what do you think about the Lakers? And are they a disappointment? Oh, they're, I mean, no doubt a disappointment. Probably the biggest disappointment of the season for the NBA is either the Lakers or maybe the Hawks. But I, I would say the Lakers based because I don't think nobody had the Hawks like championship contenders, really. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I I can't really envision a path for the Lakers winning the championship that does not involve like severely marginalizing Westbrook or trading mm-hmm. him. And by marginalizing, I'm talking about like either six man or like no, nigga, you stay like in the corner while LeBron has the ball the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And I think we're starting to learn that's kind of like in crunch time. That's just how it's got to be. Uh, the mm-hmm. last few games uh, in particular, it seems like, well, especially the last game against uh, what was it, the, the Kings. Uh, yeah, like Westbrook, Westbrook barely had the ball in like the last five minutes. He would just dribble it up and give it at LeBron um, or somebody else, Malik Monk or somebody. And. That might, I mean, I don't know if he. I think he's got too much pride for that, right? He's just got to. He's got to try to be the hero. He's got to try to do something. Maybe a game here, a game there, he could play somewhat smart or be subdued. But I just, like you said, man, the history just shown. I really tried to be positive and like think about ways this can work. But deep down, I always knew it was either going to be uh, like it was going to work, like like somehow just majestically, um, or it was going to be a train wreck. And and it, it could be worse. I mean, look, you say we're bad. I would say we're mediocre, um, which is not <laughs> is, that's not what you want. But I wouldn't say bad. I mean, we're, I don't think we're going to miss the playoffs. But uh, well, I, I did have doubts a couple weeks ago. I, put that way. <laughs> I, did, I, I can't lie. I had, had a couple doubts. But I, I, even with with AD out, I think we we started to stabilize a little bit. I don't love playing small with LeBron at the center like the whole game. I don't love it, mm-hmm. but 
it seems to be working. It seems to be getting the best out of LeBron. Uh, like just having like space the floor and, and just play it or catching it closer to the basket uh, or just being just generally knowing he has to be more engaged defensively. Um, I, don't, I don't think it's really helped Westbrook either. So I don't, I don't I don't know what can we do to get the best out of Westbrook. Like, like let's instead of just saying what's bad. Can we talk about maybe anything we could do? Is there anything we could do to like <laughs> improve this situation? Do you think just dropping an AD, I mean, they've been playing a little better over the last week or two. Do you think dropping an AD, if they try to keep playing this style in these rotations, they found guys that work now. They they, they benched uh, DeAndre Jordan. They're trying to trade him. Got rid of Rondo. Uh, Bazemore's in the ether as well. Uh, they mm-hmm. barely play with Wayne Ellington. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're playing guys that are seeming to be more positive and seeming to work. They start to find a rotation. If they drop AD in right here and maybe get a buyout guy or two or – some kind of small trade because I don't think there's anything big we can do right now. Um, is there any is there any path here? You mean with Russell Westbrook? Yeah, but like just really emphasizing LeBron and AD and like de-emphasizing Westbrook. Oh well, I mean no. Um, ultimately, I don't. I don't look if 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 Russell Westbrook is on this team, we're not going to win the championship. That's just how I feel. Um, and it's it's really unfortunate because. When I said that in the preseason, I wanted to be wrong, and I was looking for reasons to be wrong. I mean, I, I mean, I've watched the past two months of the season, and you know, I've it's it's just it, he's so bad. Um, I I, I I don't know what we can do to make it work with him. I, I really don't. Um, aside from like trading LeBron, <laughs> like <laughs> like that ain't gonna I, make I, it work. It's gonna make us worse. Well, yeah, but like I think Russell Westbrook would be better. But like the Lakers would not be better, of course. But I mean, like, I, I, I don't. At this point, Westbrook, we might have to just call it, man. He's not really even a superstar anymore. Like, I don't know what. Why would you <laughs> want to make him better? Like, he's what is his best? I don't know if that's gonna. If that's what you want, he's not a winning player. Yeah. Really. So, look. I, okay, put it this way: What is the ceiling now with this team? Can you see them making the conference finals? Can you see them making the finals or no? Uh. If everybody's healthy, I can see them making the well. Depend, depending on the matchup, I can see them making the conference finals. Yeah, I mean possibly even the finals. I mean with with the way LeBron's playing, if if, if everybody's healthy, yeah. But, we got to get that twenty twenty AD back. That's the key. Like I, we ain't yeah. doing nothing if AD's not back to how he was when we won the championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but I don't think we can win a championship if Russell Westbrook's on the team, even if everybody's healthy. He's, what if he was just? A, what if up. they just benched him or something, or if he got hurt? If they just took out Westbrook <sighs> in total? Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad you said it because I didn't want to say it. But the best thing for us right now it would be like if he just turned an ankle and like I I I swear I'm I, like God I know you're listening and that that's that's just so mean. But <laughs> let's just let's just say for argument's sake that that he missed like 20 games. Let's just say he tears like, ACL or something. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's just say you're no, 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 we're not gonna do this. We're we're, we're not gonna do this. That's that's just that's bad karma, bad juju. We're not gonna do this. Right. So yeah, okay. I'm not gonna work. Okay. Yeah, not not gonna work. Yeah, not gonna work. But if he did, no, I'm just playing. All right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, there's there. I, I don't. I personally don't see it, but I'm I'm open to be proven wrong. Like I, I'm I'm not saying this because I'm always right. Like I I want to be wrong about this. I just personally don't see it working. Um, but look, like I said, Russ Westbrook is not our only issue. I think he's the biggest one, but he's not our only issue. We we also lack size for for the longest time. We we, we lack depth, especially in the wing department. Um, getting Trevor Reza back has helped with that. Austin uh, Reeves has helped, but 
Stanley Johnson starting off the street. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stanley Johnson just fell on our lap. He's like perfect for us, which is hilarious. Um, we just have another ten day child, Stanley Johnson. But man, like like you said, like like right now, like Le- LeBron is starting at the five and playing majority of his minutes at five. That's that's oh my god. That's uh, I mean obviously that's going to change when AD gets back. But man, we have got to we we've got to get it together. And I'm I'm not sure what what we can do aside from what we've been doing, which is just playing LeBron a bunch of minutes and having him score a bunch of points. Um, I don't know what we can do to be better as a team, honestly, at this point without AD. I, I think I pretty much agree with you. Um, so, okay, put it this way. Are you pretty much packing it in and just trying to see what we can do to get rid of Westbrook and going forward next season? Yes. I, I'm in the same way. So that I'm kind of worried about LeBron. I, I don't want him to pick because he's playing more minutes since he's since like than he's had since like 2018 or something like that. 2017. Wow. So I'm worried about all these minutes playing him at center. I'm just like, man, is it worth it? I mean, I know Vogel, he wants to make the playoffs. He don't he don't want to. We, we want to make the playoffs. We want to do as best we can, obviously, for all these guys, for the legacies and for the records and everything. But, man, this season's over on pretty much for the Lakers. I, I don't <laughs> I, I, I don't see it pretty much. How you, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to squint and think of ways. I'm trying to be a homer. But <laughs> I don't see it, man, because this Westbrook, as, as, as Skip Bayless says, is, is Westbrook uh, anchor. Or, or <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we, we pretty much got to figure out a way to get rid of him and, and shuffle that. Yep. I agree, sadly. Uh oh god. That was defeating. Um last topic here we'll discuss, man, is uh we're going a little long is the uh All Star. All Star's coming up. The first returns have come in. We have Steph Curry on the west so far as the leading vote getter and Kim KD on the on the east side. Um who do you have, man, for your for your starters as it stands right now? I think most of them are pretty deadlocked, but give me your uh give me your starting five right now. <clears throat> Yeah, mine isn't much different than what um, – so in the East, I believe it's uh, Embiid, Giannis, KD, DeRozan, and Harden. I, yeah. I would honestly either – I would take out Harden because I'm a hater, of course, uh, being consistent. <laughs> I would take out Harden either put either Trey Young or Zach Levine. Mm-hmm. What do you think that, about that? No, I, yeah, KD, Giannis, Embiid, uh, DeMar DeRozan for sure. He's a lock. I don't care what anybody says. And Trey Young, yeah. Is there anybody you think in the East is gonna should make it that may, like a first time All Star or, or somebody who won't make it that typically was like Would you be surprised if like Jason Tatum don't make the team when you like uh, think about all the All Stars? He's kind of on the bubble. Hmm. Yeah, I'd be surprised if Jimmy Butler made it. Um, uh, I'd be uh, no, somebody I mean, from the Heat got to make uh, it, right? Yeah, Bam Adebayo. No, I'm just playing. Yeah, he's, he's hurt right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm just playing. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Jimmy Butler will probably make it. I, I think, I think Jason Tatum will probably be like that injury reserve or like that one auxiliary player that you get to pick or whatever. Um, I think both Zach Levine and Demar Derozan are going to make it. Uh, yeah, that's. I don't know. I, I don't really see anybody that I think would make it that won't. I think all of those guys are pretty much locks. Miles Bridges. Uh, he should. Jared Allen. Uh, nah. He probably won't. Oh man. I think I think if if it was in the the voting of old when they had like the center position, but now that it's all front court players, I think more you know small forwards and power forwards would make it over him. Mm. Probably anyway. Lamelo. No, no way. 
All right, yeah, in the West, I got um, LeBron, Jokic, and this third front court spot is kind of tough. I know a lot yeah, of the uh, a lot of the analysts they they put Gobert, but screw that. Yeah, I'm just gonna go with AD because I'm a homer. Screw it. <laughs> and if not, I'd probably go with either Towns or maybe Draymond. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Front court's kind of yeah, maybe. I was gonna say Aiden, but no, I'm lying. Uh, guards, <laughs> uh, Steph? yeah, Steph, of course. John I, would, I would give it a jaw, yeah, but yep. it's, it's kind of like sacrilege. I, it I, is. <laughs> I look at some of the analysts and like Luca is like a wild card or like barely making it for a lot of people. I'm like, damn, yeah, he's having that That's, bad of a season. It's just because he's been hurt. Um, I True. think anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like I say, like last year he averaged like 29 and now he's averaging 25. So people was like, oh, he's having a down year. But yeah, no, I agree with you, dude. I think uh, Steph and Ja, um, as oh. as much as I love Luca, um, and honestly, he'll probably still get voted in by I'll the say, I'll by be, the, I'll yeah. be shocked if he's not starting, honestly. Yeah, um, he'll probably still get voted in. But as of right now, I'm taking Steph and Ja. And yeah, I'm taking LeBron, Jokic, and Draymond Green. Uh, the, the, the Warriors are too good, man. Like, Draymond Green's been a beast this year. Uh, he, he's such a big part of what they do. So I'm, I'm going to give him the nod and have him start. I think I don't think he's ever starting an All Star game, so have him start his first ever All Star game. <laughs> Any chance uh, Wiggins makes it? They're trying to do the campaign for him. He's yeah, like see. nineteen two way player, forty three percent from three, um, almost fifty percent from the field. It's possible. Look, I mean, look, they're they're the number one seed, so I mean, three three players is kind of warranted. I think yeah. this will be his first All Star game too. So yeah. shout out to Andrew Wiggins. I kind of yeah. hope he makes it. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, he's having a good season. Shout out to Andrew Wiggins, man. You bum. No, Would I'm you be, be shocked if AD does make it? Yeah, just because he's been out. Yeah. But, I mean, if you look at his numbers, I mean, his numbers are comparable to what he had last year, and he made it. So, yeah. He'd be getting back in like a, like a, like two weeks, right? A week or two. So, he yeah. have time to put some numbers up if he could get right. Uh, Dame is definitely not making it. Westbrook's not making Hell it. Hell no. Hell no. Um, Rudy Gobert's probably going to make it just because Utah's good. Yeah, he'll make it. Donovan Mitchell will make it. They'll probably get I, Devin Booker in there too because Phoenix is so good. Yep. Chris Paul probably, probably make it. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what kind of new blood they have. It's it's been it's been a weird season where like a lot of a lot of stars, a lot of superstars are kind of getting old or, or getting hurt, getting more a little more injury prone. Yeah. I mean, with Kobe getting disrupted, I mean, disrupting the season too. But, uh, you know, we'll see. Everything will even out. It's just the all-star game. I know some guys, it's a big deal to them. But some guys, they'd rather have a vacation anyway. <laughs> like LeBron. All right, man. Look, we had a great, great pod. Talked about a lot of things. Hope you guys really enjoyed it. And, Javar, I appreciate you being on, man. It was fun, man. Looking forward to next time. Yes, sir.